Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across from me. And Mr. Rob is directly on the other side of the glass. And you are where you are. And so we'll set the scene and let you know what, what everybody has to do today to make this happen. Rob does a fabulous job answering the phone, so please make it ring. 1-800-795-9565. We launch into another week. We can talk a little little bit, if you wish, about the Hurricane Ida still making its way uh, through Louisiana and into the, a uh, little bit farther into the nation's uh, southern heartland, we'll call it. And we also have uh, the U.S. pullout of Afghanistan. I guess we've made significant inroads into getting more of the folks out of there we want to, so that is good. President Biden was at the solemn transfer of uh, remains yesterday. I'm certainly not laughing at the activity that took place, but he felt compelled to check his watch. Well, he must have had something very important to do that was holding <laughs> being held up. Honest to Pete. <laughs> Poor guy, I'll tell you. He, he can't catch a break. and uh, Or he can't give himself a break, I guess I should say. Um, and let's see, what else is happening around here? Those are kind of the biggies that are happening. Nothing else certainly pales in comparison. You ever see the movie Seven Days in May? Well, I don't believe so. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at You're Sunbury. You're curious about why I asked? I do, but I still <laughs> have work to do. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Email us at onthemark at wkok.com. Text us at 70236. Just fired up the text to machine. And uh, no messages yet, but it's ready to go. Include the keyword OTM. But again, call us 1-800-795-9565. We found a clear over the weekend, State House member David Millard is interested in renaming Market Square in Bloomsburg as Back the Blue Square. So we can talk about that one particular uh, group. Not too happy with that uh, designation. So that's up there. Um, let's see. And okay, Seven uh, Days in May. Yes. Don't believe I did. Well, they, it was. It's a great movie. It's from the 1960s. It's a book written by Fletcher Knabel. It was based on that book. But in the movie, Burt Lancaster, who plays General James Mattoon Scott, says to Frederick March, who plays the president, uh, Lyman Fenton, that you're not just a crim- you're not just a weak sister, Mr. President. You're a criminally weak sister, mm. and I think the same thing could be said to about Joe Biden at this point. I mean, this man is criminally weak. Well, what about impeachment? I think. Uh Senator Graham talked about impeachment yesterday. I don't know about that. I mean, I, but, you know, he took uh, questions on his big uh, press conference. I think it was Friday. Mm-hmm. Friday. And afternoon. yes. And he said, I have a list here of people I'm supposed to call on. <laughs> and then he, he, he well, all right. So you well, got was Fox your, News on it? No. But oh, okay. he did take a question from Peter Ducey, who asked him a tough question. He said, Mr. President, do you bear any responsibility for anything that has happened? you know, in this situation. Um, and the president had his head down on the on his hands at the podium, 
he just looks so weak and befuddled. I mean, mm-hmm. it's really sad. What if he is weak and befuddled and has significant cognitive decline? Where does that put us? We're still better Between off without... Between a rock and a hard place. Well, still better <laughs> off without President Are we? Trump. Well, we're better off without the boisterous, loud-mouthed, offensive President Lying. Trump. Well, this guy's doing a pretty good job of that as well. Well, that's true. Yeah, President. Well, but Joe Biden knows he's lying. President this is Trump Mr. lied Transparency. and didn't even know it. But uh, okay, so all the so way back to present day. There's a distinction in search of a difference. What if you lie and you know it, and you lie and you don't know it? What's well, the difference? Well, one is criminal, and the other one is uh, is incidental. For President so Trump, President it was incidental. Biden is an incidental liar. No, or no, no, a deliberate I, liar. Deliberate, I would think. Yeah. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. I predicted President Biden would make two years, but I'm not sure we're going to see that. And you read something somewhere. What was that? I said the, the, this morning, you know, and they all, the Democrats and the liberals all said about President Trump, well, he's, he's throwing our allies out the window under the bus. He's, you know, he's doing things unilaterally. This morning, the London Times had an editorial or a story where they pointed out that President Biden's failures in the border, his failures with the pandemic, and his failures with Afghanistan have led his administration to a crisis point. Have we failed in the pandemic? Well, I think there's some people who believe he has. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. Uh, that would with certainly mixed messages be and confusion. And well, that's true. If <laughs> If he wouldn't talk about it. But I think what the administration has done seems satisfactory to me. Uh, I I love the fact that he did uh, something he rarely does is actually voice the words America first, saying our our, um, uh, vaccine is for us first. And then, you know, if somebody else wants to get it overseas, they can have it next. Well, you know, the vice president was in Vietnam with a million doses of vaccine she had brought along to give to them. Okay. So apparently yeah. that yeah we're but we're, there, no we're, American we're sending vaccine all over the globe right and no American who wants it can't get it so I mean I'll give him credit for that he's made it available but I'm just saying that, that our allies are not happy with the way he's behaving and in he's general, doing right. in general he's doing things unilaterally on his own which is what the left was just all over President Trump for oh this man is disgracing us with our allies well I think President Biden is being roundly criticized I, I don't think, you know, these aren't just policy decisions with whom people disagree. You know, this is life or death stuff. So uh, I think he is being scrutinized just as President Trump was. Maybe President Trump was over scrutinized. I think you could probably empirically show that. But nonetheless, um, I, I do think that President Biden is under the microscope and is catching Flack from every corner, certainly from Republicans. And you remember the whistleblowers who came down on Trump, how they were to be believed and protected and made sure nothing bad happened to them? Well, the U.S. Marine Lieutenant Colonel over the weekend sacrificed himself to point out that his leaders, the leaders of the military, have done a poor job in this, and I guess letting President Biden get away with what he's trying to do in Afghanistan. (laughs) He then, he was relieved of his command because he came, he went, he posted on Facebook, I guess, uh, criticism of the leadership of the Marines right, and the you're other not military. Right, supposed to do that, right? Right, and now he's resigned his commission. He's walked away from his pension and all the years of service he had, just to make the point that this is not right. Mm-hmm. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. And deadly consequences was the uh, soldiers' uh, form. Well, former soldiers' uh, main thrust. If you never caught that, kind of w- right. talked about on social media over the weekend. I really. 
I only saw it pop up a little bit on the Sunday shows. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Eric, you're on the mark. Thank you for waiting. Good morning, gentlemen. Happy Monday, and thank you for taking my call. So help me out here, Joe. Uh, Our Senate, Pennsylvania Senate, has now approved $60 million to investigate the 2020 election. Is that what the news was? No, they didn't approve it. That's how much they have in their slush fund that they keep, and that's what Mastriano said they were going to use for the audit. So, I mean, that's where they would get the money for the election audit is... Uh, in the slush fund. From okay. there, yeah. So I have a resolution for this, because I feel if you need to have an investigation, then um, those who feel we should investigate should put their money where their mouth is. So here, here's my proposal, uh, Pennsylvania Senate, because I don't agree with it. I do not want my tax money being wasted to investigate an election which was done properly and was duly won. So my suggestion is all the Republicans out there who truly believe that this was a stolen election, send in your $10. I think we have about 6 million or more Republicans in Pennsylvania registered, perhaps a few more. Send in your 10 bucks. Okay, and then the, the Pennsylvania Senate can then match whatever amount of money is brought in. Will match. They can match that to conduct an investigation. If you think this election was stolen, put your money where your mouth is. Send in the money you think you know you can afford, and then the Senate can then match that amount of money with slush money, might in your tax money to investigate this. So, given given all, given all the terrible things going on in this country. President Biden's ability or inability to lead the country, <laughs> you're worried about an audit that isn't going to go anywhere. He's not worried, I'm worried about, about it. No, no, Joe. No, no, you're, you're changing it. See, right away. No, you're changing you're, it. We were talking no, about no, the no, president. No. I, gee, I thought this was my call. No, I, I'm, I'm proposing a suggestion that if they want to investigate, this is how we should do it. If there's enough Pennsylvanians who believe it should be investigated, send in your money then this, the, the uh, Pennsylvania State Senate can match it and do the investigation. Don't right. waste my tax money in something that doesn't need to be done. All right. We got you. Anything else, sir? Well, um, yeah. So, so <laughs> Pennsylvania has, and Joe, help me with this, because I'm trying to wrap my head around it. We have several hundred million dollars of federal money <laughs> to do um, relief for renters and so forth but we're not spending it. Is that because we have to match that to get that money, or is it just sitting out there and we're not using it? That's unanswerable. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the issues of the okay. day, I mean, you, okay. you, See, you, you remind to, me of Nero. Spend, you remind me of Nero. You're fiddling while Rome burns. Or $60 million of our own money to investigate something, but we have essentially free money, but of course we know it's not free, but it's been given to us, so if we use it or lose it, and we're not using it? Where's the sense in that? Well, they keep that, too, so that they can do things that are pseudo-campaign activities, you know, like investigate Democrats and make sure that Republicans get uh, talked about and brought up and get to go to places and do things. So it's their special office fund. And Democrats have one, too, I assure you of that. I don't know what the total is. I don't know, but as I said, yeah, I don't think you heard me. You remind me of Nero. You're fiddling while Rome is burning. See, yeah, <laughs> um, and, and to me, you're, you're making stuff up which doesn't have uh, fa- fact. You know, you're making stuff up what, by reporting, the, the, reporting the news. And the opinion of, what would you say, a, a London newspaper, the London newspaper saying that, that our allies are, are 
are thinking. Is it London and Berlin and, you know, Madrid and all the other newspapers, or is it just just this one? I think the right, criticism right of the president's the inability so. to lead has been rather universal. He's taken on the chin from our allies during the phone call or the virtual meeting he had with the G8. And Fox News hates him. <laughs> Actually, Fox <laughs> News doesn't hate him. Oh, come on. Now. All right, we got you, so, Eric. So my perspective, I'll wrap up with this. Anyone who calls in and wants to uh, to uh, think that this election was still stolen, send your money in. Get your money in, and there's enough fun there. And then I'll agree to it. If they get they get ten million dollars in from people saying that the election was stolen, then I agree we should spend uh, ten million dollars of our money. But if people aren't going to send the money in to say, "Hey, it was stolen," then then don't spend my money on something which is a fiasco and and you know well, just I political. I don't even think. Thank you so much, Eric. I appreciate that. I don't even think that the premise has to do with the election being stolen. I think they want to make sure that it was run properly and that the next one will be run properly. I don't think they and can do that. I mean, I, I'm not one to fiddle while Rome burns myself, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's worth considering. Okay. All right. 1-800-795-9565. It's done. It's done. Got two calls waiting, one on the way, and we'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mic. On the mark. Mark, you're on. <laughs> on the mark with Mike. It's on the mic with Mark on the news line now. No, it's actually Mike. Go ahead, Mike. You're on the mark. I yeah, think. hey, Joe, I wanna, I'm, I'm going to pick a bone with you first. You know, you, uh, you brought up Nero and uh, Rome, but, you know, I think you insulted Rome. I mean, many people say we're modern Romans, but at least when Rome lost a war, they cared, and they fought back and did something about it. I don't see that happening anymore with this country. Well, it's kind of sad. We don't seem to have the intestinal fortitude we once had. Exactly. We don't have it, and the reason we don't have it is because our politicians don't have it, and the reason they don't have it, uh, twofold. One, the people don't have it, and the uh, Democrat Party, in my mind, is being uh, taken over by the left, who seems to be more allied with our enemies than they are with the American people. Now, what, what I really, what I really called about was to pick a bone with Mark. Uh, you said that we're better off without Trump, and I'm not going to argue that point. But I'm just calling to defend uh, my my position with Donald Trump. You know, Donald Trump, he had a lot of things he wanted to do and a lot of things that he did, and I'm going to agree with you. Uh, that, you know, he is boisterous. Uh, he was his own worst enemy at the end of the day. But the bottom line was, my position on Trump was, I always took him seriously, but seldom, if ever, took him literally, okay? The, the things that came out of his mouth, he was like a little kid 
you know, I, I watched his feet where his feet were going and didn't care that much about what he was saying with his mouth. And uh, I supported Donald Trump. I continue to support Donald Trump. And, and my goal today is to write a letter to our editor up here, and I'm going to pick a bone with all those people that uh, were uh, publishing letters, talking on the media, uh, 500 uh, so-called scientists that signed a letter saying that the virus could not have come from the laboratory. It had to come from that uh, wet market. And as every day that goes on, we're finding out, well, the American people are finding out generally, but most people that studied this and looked at it knew for a long time that it came from the lab, China covered it up, they went about spreading it to the United States, and they, they, they wrecked the world basically then, and they're continuing to uh, hold America hostage with some of the things that are taking place there. So right now, uh, China, Iran, uh, most of the Islamic countries that are radical are at a war with us. And here in the United States, we're just sitting back, uh, waiting for the next check to come and uh, hoping the gas price doesn't go up too much and we're making a big mistake. Well, they're all firmly held beliefs. Uh, yeah, I, I think you can back them all up. I, I think your lab theory certainly hasn't been proven, but there's evidence. Most of the evidence lately has come out about that rather than about, uh, you know, any, that the virus came from anywhere else, sort of a natural method or anything like that. I think Dr. Fauci made an interesting remark, though, that one of the things that scientists do is they'll strengthen a virus so they can figure out how to cure it. So, you know, to that end, in what way was China strengthening this virus so that uh, when they finally developed a cure, it would take care of, you know, any comparable viruses or other, these uh, corona-type viruses that they were researching. So, uh, and whether they released it deliberately or accidentally, it, you know, you know, if we were to pin it down on the lab, which is, you know, that's half the evidence indicates that that's true, uh, was it deliberate or accidental? You know, who, who, to whom did they wish to make sick? I, I doubt that they wanted the whole globe to get sick like it did because it significantly hampered their uh, health and economy. So, um, you know, I, I, I don't think that that was their end goal, but uh, maybe it was being developed for uh, evil purposes and escape, too. I guess that's a third possibility. But in any event, yeah, all firmly held beliefs. I think this idea of whether President, uh, whether President Biden supporters are revisiting that, saying, well, should I have voted for Trump? I think that's a very valid conversation for them to have. And uh, you Certainly know, you must be suffering from virus Oh, yeah, remorse. no, I uh, definitely do. I mean, I, especially when I see him checking his watch during this solemn transfer, you know, I thought, holy smokes, I mean, at least pay attention for five minutes. It's all, it literally it's is. It's awfully hard for him to do that. I mean, know? I watched it with my <laughs> lovely bride on TV, and uh, it, it couldn't have been more than 20 minutes. It, it moves rel relatively quickly. Anyway, well, all right. We don't know. You also had something well, important to I'm do. I'm close to being on the same page with you, but what I believe is kind of what you said. It most likely accidentally, whatever they were doing, that's not the point. It escaped from the lab. They knew they had a problem. They continued to cover it up, okay? And once it was realized the significance, they let people out of their country, but they were, you know, out of that area, but they had to leave the country and come to the United States or anywhere else. So they, they blatantly allowed it to spread without asking for help when they knew they had a serious problem. So they're not a member of the international community. They're a member of the Chinese community. And the bottom line is this, the American people, we had the information. We had a lot of information that said 
the likelihood, the strong likelihood is it came from the lab, but we stood back. And when I say we, the, the people on the left and the politicians and the rest of the world that wanted Trump good, they stood back and they refused to look at logic. The very same people that say, people like myself, we, we don't care about facts, we don't care about science. Well, you know what? They disregarded logic and they would not pursue the truth. They were willing to hang their hat on a false story or likely false story just so they get rid of Trump. And if, if we have a culture like that, that will not stand to look at reason, we're in big trouble. Like I said many times before, <laughs> the last thing I'll say, if the United States was a patient that was just admitted to the emergency room, they'd be calling in the family. Well, I think the suspension <laughs> of disbelief is uh, alive and well in everybody's part these days. All right, thank you so much, Mike. Thanks, Appreciate Mike. the Appreciate call. Your call. Uh, Take care. Stan, thank you for waiting. Go right ahead. You're on the mark. Oh, where to start? You know, the same people that are, are crying and whining about having a, a, a thorough forensic audit on the election from 2020 are the same people that were all for the Mueller investigation and supported, you know, said that the fake dossier was true. That's all I'm going to say about that. Because if they were going to, you know, if they were so concerned about things, they would allow it to go through and say, see, he's told you so, but they won't. So that's where we're going to end with that. Now, as far as Biden goes, you know, he is a disgrace to this, to this country. And, and, Mark, if Trump was in, our people would have been out of Afghanistan the end of May. Because that's what his goal was, okay? And this stuff probably wouldn't be happening. And we turned over billions of dollars worth of equipment. Now, I'm sure, if you ask Biden, it wasn't intentional that that equipment went to the Taliban, but that was the net effect, all right? 600 and some thousand assault weapons and machine guns and oh, thousands of vehicles and our communications equipment and helicopters and planes. That all went to the Taliban and it'll end up in China and Russia so they can reverse engineer it to use our equipment against us. That is the result of what happens when a crook gets in office. And Biden is a crook. It's also dementia riddled. Well, he certainly hasn't exhibited any form of strong leadership, and I can't believe anybody who supported him can look at the guy and say, this is the strong, tough leader I voted for. He isn't. I mean, he just... Well he, he is almost criminally weak at this point, and he looks that way. That's... I mean, the guy looked dejected and beaten on Friday. Well, that's because he should. He is. But he also had a meeting, and I've seen a clip of it, he had a meeting with, uh, was it Matali? from Israel, I ain't sure what his name is, the Prime Minister. Right. Okay. He was sitting there. The Prime Minister of Israel is talking, and he's talking pretty much directly at Biden, and Biden is making no response, and he appears to have his eyes closed like he fell asleep <laughs> while the man's talking. I mean, it, it, watch the clip. That's what it looks like. It's called now, micro I, I wasn't there, so I can't say he was, but that's exactly what, and he, and he turns his face, and when he's, uh, you know, is it Batali, I think it is, isn't it? But anyways, when he's when he's finishing up his remarks, he's looking directly at Biden, and Biden is still not responding to him. <laughs> well, you know these Israelis can be mighty boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who wants to talk about Middle East issues? I mean, it was past his yeah. nap time. He had to ta Joe had to take his nap, and it it was just too he's much nappy. for him. It, it appears it appears to be that's the way it was. You know, and I guess yesterday it was he was uh, given a, at uh, FEMA given some remarks about the hurricane that hit uh, Louisiana and Mississippi, and one of the reporters towards the end 
you know, wanted to ask him a question about Afghanistan. Nope, can't answer a question about that and turn around and walk out. Boom. He, he, you know, he, and you know that if Trump had been there, he would have answered. He would have answered the question. <laughs> you wouldn't have yeah, liked the answer it. probably, but he would have given you one. Right. So, you know, there, there's a huge difference, and the people that can't see it are either blind or complicit. Well, one I, or the other. I, I think people who voted for President Biden are, are, are wondering, you know, was it worth it? You only had four more years of Trump anyway, so, you know, at least you had uh, a man of action in there. You may not have liked all of his actions, but you certainly had, uh, you know, I mean, he definitely was assertive. So, and Joe Biden, obviously, is not... Uh, cognitively 100%. So, uh, yeah, this is... Uh, I think we'd be I better think people off are revisiting this. We'd be better off if Biden's dog was the president. He at least bites people. It's very... <laughs> Constantly it's very, the way it sounds. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he was trained by Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Stan. Thanks, Thanks for Stan. checking in. All right. All right. Thank 1 800 You are going to need that number very shortly because we're going to do six minutes of CBS News, including the latest from Louisiana. Then we'll be back to our conversation. And we uh, are we still have a few seconds left. You're yeah, not going anywhere? Okay. Uh, this Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller is the guy's name. Acknowledged he was sacrificing a comfortable retirement by criticizing the way the withdrawal was handled. He said, I could stay in the Marine Corps for another three years, but I don't think that's the path I'm on. I'm resigning my commission as a Marine effective now, Scheller said. I am forfeiting retirements, all entitlements. I don't want a single dollar. I don't want any money from the VA. I don't want any VA benefits, even though I'm 100% entitled to them. I mean, he at least has the courage of his convictions. He's walking away from this because, they, first of all, they demoted him or took away his command because he spoke the truth. And I thought Biden was, was all about protecting whistleblowers. What was his truth? The truth was that they, the military and the president's direction mishandled this evacuation. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is the telephone number. We'd love to hear from you during the 9 a.m. hour. We'll have CBS News, then news headlines, and we'll continue our discussion. You can call us and text us and email us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. You're listening to On the Mark, WKOK's live telephone talk show. This is News Radio 1070, WKOK Sunbury, 9 a.m. Good morning. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Call us now, 1-800-795-9565. We've been talking about President Biden in Afghanistan. And uh, I think either Joe asked it or I asked it, are folks who voted for President Biden now regretting it? We would have had just four more years of Mr. Trump, and then uh, his term, is, uh, you know, his duration would have uh, ended because of uh, the two terms. So would that have been better than having President Biden, who's in there right now. Uh, what's your view on that? 1-800-795-9565. Is it appropriate to look at your watch during an, a solemn transfer of caskets from fallen U.S. Armed Forces members? Some folks say no. What's your view on that? 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at WKOK.com and text us at 70236. Two school districts uh, told us they are 
are coming out with mask mandates at the Danville Area School District. It's a partial mandate. Kids in K through 5 must wear a mask at all times starting today, but 6 to 12 are strongly encouraged to wear a mask but not required to do so. Also, some students and staff must wear a mask at Danville. At the Southern Columbia School District, all students, staff, visitors, and teachers are required to wear a mask as of today at uh, Southern Columbia School District, which started its classes today. If you are one of the many people in Pennsylvania who knows that the election was stolen last year, you'll be happy to know that Republicans in Harrisburg, even though Senator Mastriano has been told to stand down, are going through with President Trump's forensic audit of last year's election. Senate Republicans have begun what they're calling a forensic investigation of the 2020 election. Senate President Pro Tem Jake Corman says it's intended to go much further than previous reviews mandated by state law, which have focused on whether reported counts are accurate. He also indicated that they will use subpoena powers to request documents. Appearing on a right-wing radio program, Corman also says he's been in touch with former President Donald Trump, who has claimed without evidence that he won Pennsylvania. Numerous court challenges have upheld Joe Biden's 80,000 vote margin of victory in the state. I'm David Payne, News Radio 1070 WKOK. Senator Mastriano has said in the past that the state has $60 million in funds available to fund the uh, audit of last year's election. Two fatalities happened Friday in our area. Ryan Little of Mount Carmel, an age 24 man, died in a crash in Schuylkill County. And 93-year-old Harry Hummel of Cole Township died in a crash at the intersection of Route 147 and 225. Uh, both of those uh, crashes uh, Friday. A progressive first-term state senator has called for the Pennsylvania Supreme Court to halt evictions in Pennsylvania. The Pennsylvania Capital Star is reporting that after the U.S. Supreme Court struck down a federal moratorium Thursday, State Senator Nikhil Saval of Philadelphia, Democrats said in a statement that replacing the federal moratorium with a state-level moratorium would save lives in Pennsylvania because of the uh, COVID pandemic. The state has 564 million dollars in rental aid from the U.S. government that has not yet been spent. She says that some of that money can be used for the rental or for the eviction blocking, but uh, no response yet from Republicans in Harrisburg who are in charge of that sort of thing. Uh, some other national headlines very briefly here. A University of Georgia college professor was so upset about a student not wearing a mask properly in class that he quit right in the middle of class. The 88-year-old psychology professor asked the student to pull her mask up over her nose. Uh, he said uh, he had underlying health issues and could die from COVID-19. Uh, when the student refused, he announced his resignation on the spot and left the classroom. Room. And a mother in Chicago. 88, he was a little old to be in that classroom in the first place, wasn't he? Well, I don't know. I know a lot of 88-year-olds who are really spectacular. You know any of them sharp. teaching college? Uh, no, no, but <laughs> only by choice. They certainly could. And finally, a mother in Chicago says a judge won't let her see her 11-year-old son because... She's not vaccinated. The woman shares custody with her ex-husband, who was in court over child support issues. Unprompted, the judge asked if she was vaccinated.
day when she said no. He stripped her of her parenting time. Now she's appealing the judge's ruling. Wise choice, I'd say, claiming that's not why she was in court. Okay. It doesn't seem like the judge should be deciding a case well, on yeah, issues not before him. <laughs> that seems quite unsustainable <laughs> to me. There's certainly half the country is not vaccinated. You can't just carve the kid out from seeing unvaccinated people. So what are we going to do? Take everybody away? Are we parent a grandparent who isn't vaccinated away from their children? <laughs> I don't know. I'd get a booster today if it uh, meant I could see grandchildren. So. so would I. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Eric's got another 60 seconds in mind. Go ahead, sir. Okay, so you guys are criticizing President Biden for his activity at Dover Air Force Base. At least he showed up. How many times in the four years that President Trump was in office and hundreds of Americans killed in action did he show up at Dover Air Force Base, Joe? Well, he never had 13 soldiers die on his watch. No, he didn't have that many die. Oh, so so it's too belittles him to go. How many times in four years, Joe? I have no idea. Four. Four times. How many times in his last two years of presidency? Zero. Well, how many times so did he have... So you guys are criticizing President Biden for showing up and, and, and being there and, and some little actions he did. At least he showed up, gentlemen. Okay. Well, uh, President, showed up. Right, President Trump showed up three more times than he did. <laughs> See, he's got you there. Jeez. So yeah, you're, you're, you're and, saying and, the guy uh, showed up and, one time and looked eight, at his nine, watch. Eight months in office. You guys are criticizing him for, for doing the acting presidential and then picking little things apart like you're looking at his watch. Well, Shame on you. Joe, you said that, that you prefer his dog to his presidency. Shame on you. Shame on you for belittling the presidency of the United States. I never did that with President Trump. I said the president of the United States was supreme. I didn't like him, but the presidency was still an elevated office, the greatest in this whole universe. And you're trying to belittle just because you don't like this guy. Shame oh, I don't dislike Joe Biden. I dislike the way he's behaving and the way did, he's did acting. Did you not say you'd prefer his dog? I did. I said we might be better Shame off on because you. at least his dog bites people. That's what I said. And, 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 and he has, in response to that attack, he has now, now ordered two different hits and actually took out people who are trying to come against us. You seem to forget that. And you seem to forget that. You hit us, that, we hit you back, yet you call him weak. And now he's apologizing for that because there may have been some civilians injured in that attack, and he's going calling for an investigation. Right. So we, we know that these terrorists hide amongst civilians, but he had surgical strikes, which really took down what could have been a, a lot more civilians. I'm sure there's a lot more targets we could hit, but there'd be more civilians. He's doing surgical strikes, but he's hitting back, and you, you call him weak. Yes, I do. Well, I, I, I totally disagree. He is having an uh, in, in-kind response to what's happening, and he's acting presidential, which President Trump did not act presidential. If you talk about our allies and what they thought, the presidency of the United States when President Trump was here, compared to what they think of it now with President Biden in, I'd like to hear what those are. Well, at least President Biden is, is a man of action. He's, what did he say, that he, he wouldn't, uh, uh, that no other president would have this on their plate, you know, so that that was something He's that... He's taken his action to get us out of uh, a war which we should have been out of 
15 years ago. Yeah, I could defend president, president. I could defend defend President Biden all day long on the things that he has done that are smart. I mean, I think he's done some good things. He certainly has placed climate at the top of the issue, which these supercharged hurricanes that just pop up in two days in the Gulf uh, underscore the the need for that. And I think some of the infrastructure bill that is going through is our needed projects. Look, if you want to defend President Biden, I I can do it. But I think uh, under these circumstances, some of these recent actions are are terrible. But what what you're missing here, Eric, is why President Trump only went there four times. If you had done a little more research, you would have found that he traveled to to Dover Air Force Base in Delaware four times uh, and avoided going at all for nearly two years after getting berated for his incompetence by the father of a slain Navy SEAL. According to in other words, he was told the truth and he didn't like it. Well, so yeah, you're just that, saying that go again. You're now, just saying. No, wait a second. You're just saying. You're just saying. Him. You're just saying. I'm disrespecting the president of the United States, and it's awful, and I should be ashamed. That's what the father of this slain Marine did at the time. He berated the president of the United States and insulted him. So if no, that's he wrong for me, called him out for something he thought he shouldn't have done. And I'm calling President Marine, Biden out for Marine, things he should have uh, done. Lieutenant Colonel is doing now, and you're saying he's a hero. I'm calling him out the same way you call out President Trump. President Biden is not looking strong. He's got his head down on the podium. He looks confused, befuddled. He has a list of people he's supposed to call on. Come on, that isn't strength. That isn't exhibiting strength and to the world. Our strength, but this and then my minutes up. I know this, uh, people just investigate what this lieutenant colonel did. He did a viral video. And was he a commander over there? No, he has he has a training command over here in in uh, New, North Carolina, and he's planning a political career. This is a grandstand play. He was probably planning on resigning anyhow. So now he's he's trying to bring in the the right wingers to vote for him as a. Uh, a political campaign. And yes, Joe, I've done my research. You'll probably get a good job in a fine local conservative company <laughs> right away. Okay, my minute's up, guys. Thank you. Yeah, Thank thanks. You. Thank you. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Uh, questions on the right, lower right-hand side. Okay. Hey, Eric, ask the men in the House of Commons what they think of Biden. They may think he's shameful, or they think he's shameful. Who's that? What's the House of Commons? That's Britain. Britain. Right. Okay. (laughs) Who cares what they think? But anyway. Well, you know, you all cared when it was Trump and our allies. It was awful the way he was downplaying our allies, throwing them under the bus, ignoring them, doing things unilaterally. That was all the left was harping on for months. (laughs) Well, President Trump was a buffoon. I mean, come on. (laughs) I thought you were going to call President Trump a buffoon anymore. Well, if... And Eric will call back and berate you for making... I point out the facts. I can't hide the facts. Joe Biden a buffoon? No, he's a baboon. We switched on Friday. I started. They have, they're they're so different. They can't be the same. So, so he's, he's a, a baboon. Monkey. Yes. Okay. So Charles Darwin was right. Well, I he's don't know. retrogressing. Is that okay? President Biden has done some good things. We we you know, like I said, we can talk about them. But he's not handling this as well as he could. And checking his watch is poor form. I'm sorry, Eric. I know it's shameful to point out a president to point out the most minuscule little thing he did. But uh, actions matter. Words matter. Actions matter gestures matter. Being bored at a solemn transfer and looking at your watch matters. Sorry, I just feel that way. It does matter. Lower, You're lower right-hand right. corner. All right. Eric, Biden is lying to you constantly. He is weak and indecisive, and he has destroyed our credibility amongst our allies. <laughs> yeah, I think our allies think we're probably... <laughs> 
nuts. <laughs> we first we have Trump, now we have Biden. Well, as All I right. said before, the pendulum has swung so far from one side to so far on the other. Right, Even though it. I know I got berated for calling President Trump ultra conservative. Uh, the other day, but I think he's well, I think far more conservative than I am. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We would love to hear from you. Give us a buzz. Uh, we are talking about President Biden, and uh, both Joe and I are not happy with some of his actions lately, but uh, we'll be more than happy to list some of President Biden's accomplishments, if that you think that'll balance things out. But uh, both of us just call him like we see him, and we appreciate Eric calling him as he sees him, and uh, Stan and Mike and everybody else. So join the list of folks who call him like you see him and let us know. We're balancing out uh, President Trump's name has been invoked multiple times today. So I guess you can uh, use that comparison again if you so choose. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.wkok.com. You can text us at 70236. We invite you to do what I've done. Go to sunburymotors.com. Look at the present inventory of the vehicles that they have online and saying, well, the one that I I want isn't there and then you go to the offices on North 4th Street in Sunbury and you put some money down and you say well I would like a Hyundai uh, a Hyundai Veloster which is red which has gray trim and leather seats and the sport edition with the bigger motor and I would like a Ford F150 that's rapid red with gray trim and leather seats and a power rear window and a six foot bed and I also want a Kia Telluride with a rapid red color and leather seats and a moonroof that goes from front to back. And guess what? They all came in at the same time, and they're all ready to go. I only bought one of them, so you can have the other ones. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Sunburymotors.com is the number I want to tell you about. Sunbury Motors. Uh, you can check them out on North 4th Street and at the North 4th Street Shopping Plaza in Sunbury and the Kia dealership on Routes 11 and 15. But make sure all Ford, Hyundai, and Kia purchases start out at sunburymotors.com. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Sunbury Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right. <laughs> the conversation. I wouldn't want to watch movies at your house. <laughs> <laughs> I have to have the closed captions on all the time. All right, 1 800 795 is our telephone number. Let's hit these three emails and then we'll take okay, a call. Okay, Tom up. says if the amount of weapons left in Afghanistan were to be out by May 1st, then Trump should have been moving it out last year. Also, people were told to move out months ago. 34 tourists are now stranded in Afghanistan because they decided to take a vacation. Stupid people. 
just like the ones who won't get vaccinated. Morons! Signed, Tom. Okay. Man filled with the milk of human kindness. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, now. All right. Uh, it seems the best, uh, this is another emailer, it seems the best the Democrats left can say about President Biden is that he isn't Donald Trump and our enemies are thrilled. Yeah, like and one. Doug says, Mark, is there anything our supposed president or any other Democrat, for that matter, could do or screw up that would make you admit that our country would be better off with Trump? I assume your answer, along with most Democrats, is no. It's just interesting to me that your dislike for a man because of the way he may act or some things he might say overrides policies and decisions that would benefit our country. That's signed, Doug. Well, President Biden has made some key mistakes along the way, you know, one of which, of course, is the Afghanistan pullout. It's impossible that this was the best way that that was. And, you know, President Trump says he would have done it better. So, you know, good for him. I've always said that President Biden stopping the wall construction was a mistake. That should have been codified into all this money that they're borrowing. Uh, and uh, we do need home homeland security, and that's a perfectly good way to go about it, is to make sure that you have your borders clear. Um, let's see. Oh, and this borrowing and borrowing, trillion after trillion after no, trillion. Not borrowing, just spending and spending and spending. Well, they borrow from our great-grandchildren. What? In, well, they that, just print I, the money. Honestly, President Biden is making a huge mistake there. And obviously, he's a one-term president, and so that would be a relief. Checking his watch yesterday is just poor form. It's not necessarily proof of bad behavior or anything. It's just poor form. And uh, so, yeah, President Biden has done plenty wrong on my watch. He's done some good things, too, so we can list those another day. All right. It won't take all day, though, I can tell you that. And then uh, this is absolutely as important what the House of Commons says. So this is someone telling you that the, well, the House of Commons opinion well, is Well, I know important. what the House of Commons is. I just didn't know that we were talking about right. it in the U.S. Britain is our closest ally and rarely finds fault with the USA. But after the fallout from U.S. troops withdrawal from Afghanistan, the U.K. Parliament held President Biden in contempt. Now Biden is facing disapproval from across the pond and within his own American people. The British Parliament has censured Biden in contempt over Afghanistan. Both Tory and Labor are united against him. Mm -hmm. This is our best ally. All right, and President Trump never got that treatment. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com or do as some folks have done, and that's text us at 70236. Bob, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Hey, good morning. Uh, I think it's so funny that people think Biden looks like he's so weak. Well, I'll tell you what. He left them Afghan fighters know who was in charge sending out drones and killing like several of them the next day and over the weekend so he's not a weak president he's a compassionate president he has sympathy for people he's not an arrogant loser like trump was he wasn't for the rich and you know um these disasters in america he had that on his hands he had the 13 dead troops coming over on the weekend, he has this COVID crisis going on where people are stupid and don't get the vaccine. There's a thousand people a day dying in our country. That's a thousand people a day. We're predicting a hundred thousand by the end of the year. And that's Biden's fault. How great fault. is that? That's Biden's that fault. That is right? not Biden's. It's it's the stupid people that don't get the vaccination. But you thought when Trump when Trump fault. was president, the people who died, you said were the, the blood was on his hands. Now it's not oh, on all Biden's. Four hundred fifty thousand of them were on his hand because he was telling people how not to take it until it was approved by the FDA. Oh no no More he less. never said that he never said More that. Less. 
Never, 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 never. He twisted his sentences around every time. He said, take it. He said, I took, he took it. So, I mean, I, Yeah, but then what did he say after he said, take it? But it's your body, it's your choice. <laughs> after he said, take it. Well, he that's said, true, it is. I mean, that's just a simple statement of fact. Will you make that okay. argument about abortion? Women's, it's your body, it's your choice. Why is it their choice, but not my choice not to take the vaccine if I don't want it? This is the only thing because I've ever... Because you're going to kill somebody else. Well, if you take and have an abortion, you're killing somebody. You could, kill, you could kill more than one person. You could you could give it to. Oh, so it's I a don't know how many people one person could spread it to. It's a numbers By game. A whole it's, room of people. it's okay to kill one person, but don't run the risk of killing many. I got you. Well, no, I'm saying abortion is a woman's right. Your body is your choice when it comes to that. But when it comes to you actually harming other people, that's like. Taking the gun and shooting somebody. Well, aren't you harming? My, aren't you harming another person when you abort it? <laughs> until a, a until a baby is breathing, they are not alive. So the According heartbeat to, doesn't mean the heartbeat is a symbol of death. The child, the heartbeat, the, the fetus—that's a sign of death. Well, a, a person is not living until they take a breath. Oh my gosh. So, in other words, if they can they manage... They could be growing, they could be growing, but they are not alive until they take a breath. Just like we have baby, or uh, we raise dogs, and they come out with this uh, bag around them. They are not alive. They're moving, but they're not breathing. Yeah. Where it's, you know, um, and they, they will die if they are not taken out of that bag, if the mother does not clean it, up, clean it off of them. All right, we got you. All right, thank you, Bob. Any, Thanks, anything Bob. else? Uh, the only other thing I can say is, you know, be happy that we have a better president than what we had last time. Right. Thank you so much. Thanks. Right, we'll always have that. <laughs> What's that song? Don't worry, be happy. <laughs> All right. Audrey, thank you so much for calling in. We're very glad to hear from you. We think a first-time caller. Is that true? Uh, close to it. Okay. I don't call very often. Thank you for calling today. I just want to make one observation. Many, many nations have tried to uh, invade and control Afghanistan, and they all failed. And I'm glad we're getting out, and I'm sorry for the death and the equipment left there. And I think the problem that they make is they arm and train the men. The men have absolutely no skin in the game. If anybody goes in again, they should arm and train the women. Women have something to fight for, and they can pull a trigger as well as anybody else. And that's really the only observation I wanted to put out there today. Well, that's that's certainly an interesting observation, Audrey. I, I you know, I, I'm not certain how it would work with all female fighters. Well, why not? It'd do do better than they're doing with all men fighters. <laughs> well, maybe they would. <laughs> <laughs> They've got nothing to fight for. I mean, they have all their rights. Right, but I'm, I'm I, I don't know. It just seems to run counter to the way history has always been. That you know, we would suddenly put women in harm's way and let the men sit outside and have a well, cigarette. Well, by by not fighting, they're in harm's way. What difference does it make? And just because something was done in the past doesn't mean it has to be that way forever. Well, there's nothing that. that there's nothing that you don't add more women to that doesn't get better. So the military there certainly you go. certainly <laughs> certainly that would be the case. Spoken like someone trying to get some credit for well, past name mistakes. one thing <laughs> that women have had a chance to become part of that became worse for it, Joe. Name one thing. The vice presidency. 
Oh, now you have to get go well, low. So, so go Geraldine low. Ferraro was a good vice president. She wasn't a vice president. Oh, she was a running mate. Okay, sorry. All right. Well, in any event, um, okay. Well, you know, I, I, I you asked, I answered. All right. What's another example? Right, name three examples. <laughs> since the, this so is I gave a, you one. That's not enough. Now you want three. <laughs> Audrey, anything else you want to say this morning? Your it's your phone. No, call. It's a, that's you know I don't know how many younger women you know I'm not that young myself but I have a feeling it would make a big difference Joe doesn't know any young women let's get that out of the way so. <laughs> alright thank you tell so my much. wife what you Thanks, said <laughs> thank, thank you, you so Audrey. much call I'll again appreciate that alright 1-800-795-9565 stand by Joseph we will be right back Joe's going over my list of fidget devices over here. And the list of texts that we have. Paper clips. Uh, Yeah, go ahead. One says, Bob, you have a warped sense of right and wrong. Abortion is wrong. Then another yeah, one directed at Bob wrong. says, ha, 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 Bob, you must be asleep. Biden is a failure. Biden has the blood of 14 dead military members on his hands, as does his voters. And then another emailer says, awesome, or texter says, awesome, Eric, you berate a Marine colonel who called out the command for their lack of leadership. He was a combat veteran just because he was in command of a training facility now doesn't mean he wasn't leading the fight elsewhere. Wow, well done. Listen, we're limited to 150 characters, so we had to extrapolate what our good texter uh, was uh, saying there. Uh, Joseph, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Yes, I wanted to talk about the the landlord-tenant deal that uh, Congress or the Supreme Court just uh, made a ruling on. But first of all, I wanted to make a comment on what Bob said. He really doesn't know what he's talking about because he said a dog, if it's born, the, the mother doesn't get that sock off of the dog, it'll die. Well, it's already dead. According to him, it's in the womb. It ain't alive yet. Don't breathe. But how can it die? <laughs> you, you understand what I'm saying? No, what that's not a bad point. Yes, you, you're right. That's what he I said. Mean, if it's dead, until it breathes, if the mother doesn't get that sack off, it can't breathe, it'll die. Well, it's already dead, Bob. <laughs> get, your, get your facts together here. Anyway, uh, uh, one quick comment. The, the Bible says that John the Baptist jumped for joy in his mother's womb when he received uh, uh, the salutation of the Savior's mother that she was pregnant. So, wow, how could he jump for joy if uh, he's dead? Well, anyhow, to get to my subject now. Okay. Uh, I'm a landlord. I'm a small businessman, so to speak. And uh, if, uh, even when the eviction laws were uh, in effect, I had to, uh, to evict uh, several people, tenants, and I, I'm, I'm really merciful. I let him go at least two months uh, without any rent at all. And then after that, I, if I see that they, you know, are just not going to pay, I'll, I'll go. But I have to pay about, two. I think it was $250, go to the magistrate, go through all that, have a hearing. Then I have to wait another month before they can evict them. So I'm losing three months' rent, and there's no way that you can recoup that money as a landlord. And I've talked to the state representative about this, and he agreed that these laws were unfair for the landlords. And, you know, I'm the one that pays taxes. I'm the one that pays insurance. The title to that property is in my name, not in the tenant's name. And uh, this is just unfair to the landlords that uh, for a year here, they, you know, they were allowing the, the tenants not to be evicted. Well, I'm many s- people, I just seen a woman on Fox News. She was a landlord. And, uh, uh, she had uh, tenants in, 
and uh, she's a single mother, by the way, or on, you know, a single mother, and uh, that's her source of income. And for over a year, they haven't paid. They just quit paying. And, and where's her compensation? Yeah, it's not fair, and I think uh, you you make a good point. I, I'm really surprised that this has been held up, uh, was held up by the U.S. Supreme Court, because there, there's really no other contract that people can enter into between two parties where all of a sudden, uh, because of a pandemic, okay, half of it's suspended, but the other half, you know, if you have, if you're out of code or you're out of spec or you know there's a leak or something, you still have to fix it, but they don't have to pay it, so that's wrong. And what this uh, state representative did was she said two things one was right and one was wrong in my opinion one was that we should continue an eviction moratorium only done in Pennsylvania well that certainly is not a good idea but she said if you if you want to use this 564 million dollars that we have in the bank in Harrisburg and use it for rental help that would be a good idea well that may be if, if people need help paying the rent though, that's fine but uh, yeah I'm not I've, there, I've never there been there are a lot moratorium. of places out there South Army, there's different places that they can get uh, help. You know what I mean? I've even recommended to uh, different tenants, that, you know, to try that and so forth. Sure, the counties uh, have help, too. And another thing, I just wanted to add this. I don't know if you heard this on the news. Uh, it was on the news over the weekend, and this morning I also heard it. It was a leading university. I forget which one it was here in the United States. That <laughs> they just elected, or whatever they do, a new chaplain. And this chaplain is an atheist. Now, something's what? wrong with this country, with the, <laughs> the universities, with, with people's minds. What are they doing? What? Uh, How can you have a chaplain that's an atheist? Yeah, what would, yes, what, what, it, what it, would was on the, it was on national news. Uh, I forget what. I, I thought it was Harvard, but I'm not sure about that. What? Uh, but that's no surprise. <laughs> uh, over at Bucknell University, All right. they had here, oh my goodness, it was five, ten years ago, they had a man coming that was going to speak to the student body, and I made a point to be there, and it was on uh, homosexuality and stuff like this, and that God is a female. That was the topic. Those two topics. And the uh, uh, chaplain was sitting in the audience, which I didn't know him at that time, and there was one student that rang up, she raised her hand and said, I don't believe that, that God's a female, because he's always referred to in the masculine gender, of course. And so I raised my hand then, and I objected to that also, and to the fact that homosexuality is against the scriptures, it's against the Almighty. And uh, later on, make a long story short here, I went to the chaplain to talk to him about that, and yeah, he said, I was sitting there that night. Oh, <laughs> I said you was. He didn't open his mouth to refute this uh, blaspheming that this guy was bringing to the student body. But that's what's in your universities today. Well, it was Harvard. Un I'm sorry. Yeah, Harvard University's new chaplain is an atheist. Well, how can you okay, be there a you chaplain? Go. <laughs> I mean, and these these were basically Christian, Bible believing, uh, founded universities. This nation is is totally corrupt. It's going down the drain, and they got what they wanted. They got President Biden. This guy is, you know, <laughs> there you go. He's trouble. It's a little like uh, in Scripture time, they wanted a king instead of Samuel the yeah. prophet. Okay, the Almighty said, you can have him, but here's what he's going to do. He's going to tax your sons and daughters. He's going to take him for the military, etc., etc. You know, the 44-year-old who was raised in a Jewish household has been described as a godfather to the humanist movement, a secular values-based philosophy that focuses on people's relationships with each other instead of with God. 
<laughs> yeah. And his chaplain, well, uh, here's, religion, his, you know, here's, humanism. here's his duties. Humanism. Here's his duties. As Harvard University's new chief chaplain, Epstein will continue activities of over four, or coordinate rather, the activities of over 40 chaplains from more than 20 different religious, spiritual, and ethnic traditions. He said, I want to support the students and the university community together around the fact that there's been an extraordinarily, this has been an extraordinarily trying time, and almost anybody could be expected to have a loss of a little faith in humanity in recent years. Doesn't sound like your traditional choice for chaplain. <laughs> well, and the Bible says don't put your trust in man. <laughs> Amen. Put your right. trust in Yahweh. Thank you so much, Joseph. Thanks for checking in. Uh, yep. All right, next up, uh, where Cindy. are we here? Cindy, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. I watched the uh, ceremony over the weekend as well, Mark, the dignified um, return. And what struck me was this. I, up until then, I did not know that two women were among the Marines who were killed, two female Marines. Consider then the irony of this. While the men of Afghanistan would not stand up and risk their lives to protect their women and children, the women of America would. What does that say about this whole situation? It says that the Afghani people may not deserve our support. Yeah, we should have been out a long time ago. I, you know, obvious. I, I can't help but think that, that although based on the flight of people, you know, trying to escape, there were no doubt hundreds of thousands who did not want to live this way. But in sharp contrast, most of them did, apparently. Because if they didn't, they would have fought back. They would have refused. They would have rebelled. But they chose not to. And I can only assume in that choice they've chosen whatever comes now to them. And I just hope that President Biden takes more action and destroys all that weaponry that's been left behind. Once we get ostensibly the people that are there out, he needs to destroy all of that. Well, and it, it may seem a shame. Because we've spent billions, $85 billion, $85 billion worth of weaponry and machinery and infrastructure was left behind. I watch a lot of mo movies, and some military equipment comes with a self-destruct mechanism. Do the helicopters have that? You've been I don't watching know, too much know, Mission Impossible. That well, that could be. <laughs> I think that, it's real. I thought that, that's a very good idea, and I think they should do that. But you can... Um, just totally negate, immobilize, or, you know, disable weaponry electronically. Now, my uncle, is, he is a Marine. He's retired, served in Vietnam, served in Desert Storm, served across this world and across this country. He told me that, you know, that electronic pulse thing, well, what that is, if you want to disable electronics, you can emit this pulse and it'll destroy all the electronics. But what it actually involves is detonating a nuclear device up in the air, above the area, and it will nuke, literally, it destroy all the electronics. So that, for that weaponry that runs that way, that would work. However, that comes at a great cost of life. But um, I, I realize there are people who would object to harming other people. I understand that the attack that stopped the uh, car bomb ended up harming citizens. I'm sorry about that, but again, you've thrown your lot in with these people, and 
uh, you've made these choices, and there are consequences to choices. But the bad part and my about heart this goes is, out to these Cindy, the bad part is that. Everybody knows, I mean, there's certainly military precedent for how to withdraw, and it doesn't involve taking the troops out first. It involves getting the equipment out. It involves getting the people who may have helped you out or people that need to be evacuated, and then the troops. President Biden didn't do it that way, and that's what's so sad. We don't have to be in this position, but we are in it. Well, my brother-in-law, who is a, uh, a retired Navy captain, says that this is a debacle, that he's just appalled at what's gone on, and uh, that their heads should roll. But And you know, Joe, as a student of history, how many generals, I don't know the number, but Lincoln fired many generals running the Civil War until he found Grant. Three, I think, at least three, maybe more. Um, there was great criticism of Trump that he fired these upper echelon people who failed to perform as he directed them. Right. And I call on President Biden to start firing people who have failed in this situation. Maybe he should start with himself. If you fire a soldier, they're still a soldier, right? They're just demoted, or what happens? Well, no, if you're fired, you're out the door. That's well, now, fired. Lincoln uh, demoted a few people who hung around. Joe Hooker hung around. Uh, McClellan went, ran anyway. against him for president. All but right, Joseph, thank here. you. <laughs> Moving on. But here's well, he couldn't run for president if he was a general. He'd have to have retired. Right, he did. All right, thank you so but, much, Cindy. Oh, know, go ahead. People need to... There needs to be one of the things government fails miserably in is accountability. They just don't believe in it. The bureaucracy does not believe in it. And that was one of the things that they hated about President Trump and that I applauded. He had believed in accountability. If you didn't do your job, you were fired. Thank you, John. Yeah. Fired. All right. The, thank uh, you so much. There used to be an old story that the English liked to hang an admiral from time to time because it encouraged the others. <laughs> <laughs> encouraged. <laughs> All right. Put the heart, uh, the fear in their heart. All right. 1 800 795 I got open phones. We've been talking about President Biden in Afghanistan, and President Trump's name has been evoked many times as a compare and contrast game is uh, certainly uh, appropriate under these circumstances. We also had President Trump checked his watch yesterday, so he's been widely criticized about that. And uh, uh, the U.S. view in the name of our allies. I, I heard uh, several individuals question yesterday on the Sunday shows about uh, what, uh, you know, this this launches uh, 20 years of fear, or probably more in the U.S., that uh, terrorists that will use Afghanistan as their home base could strike the U.S. What's your view? on this. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. 1-800-795-9565. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all aspects 
applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Because you don't know how much it's going to cost later. Once again, the off-mic conversation. (laughs) All right, 1-800-795-9565. Al, thank you so much for calling in. Always glad to hear from you. How are the many things that you do going? That's fine. I'm moving to a new phase of uh, the biggest job I had in a long time on my own. But uh, I'm ready to go with your uh, information that you guys are lacking again (laughs) on... uh, <laughs> um, the vice president and his loyalist of the Afghan army have been in a valley and resisting ever since day one. And they would really like some help from the U.S. Uh, because they are a standalone group right now. Uh, Laura Ingram, I mean, no, not Laura, Laura uh, the other Laura on Fox. Um, she's friends with the vice president and talks quite a bit and they would really love to have the Bagram Air Force Base back to stage their resistance but nobody from the U.S. is answering their calls or getting back to them or trying to help them out at all Um, and there's a lot of groups over there former um, military men that are staging from over here with their friends and loyalists and that they worked with and they've already gotten hundreds, not thousands by now, of people out by different means, charter planes. So we have a lot of people working it yet. And our government, um, you can't court-martialing, but he should have been impeached. And I know it's going to go to Nancy Pelosi and so forth, but uh, they got to start listening to these uh, military men that know that are going on, what's going on over there. Okay. All right. Yeah, we ha- we hear a little bit about private flights where folks are flying folks out, but they're all doing it at the Kabul airport, right? Yeah. No other airports uh, are ready. Just letting Bagram go, letting the ba- t- letting that airport go was almost to me a criminal act of malfeasance. Which was as big as Sunbury and Northumberland combined. It wasn't just a tiny little airport. It was a huge base. Look it up on Google Earth. Uh, And then about the uh, license to steal. That's the only, and you were in in the rental business, so that's the only people to have a license to steal off you because if they don't pay their rent, that's just like stealing. Um, Who has a license to steal? The tenant. The tenant. Oh, the tenant. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a bad situation. And as soon as you, if they don't pay in three days, you got to start, and then it takes forty-five days if you're hard nosed. Right, and you get are. And if you do get, then if you do get a judgment against somebody, they don't have to pay. Uh, they get them set up on something, and if they get a different job, even if we have to get their uh, wages attached. And then if they move, we, we're the ones responsible to find out where they moved, where they got a new job, and do it all over again. I'm sure they'll volunteer the information with a forward address card. For sure. Once you're out, you're usually out of that. 
I mean, you can lose uh, quite a bit of money. You can lose a lot of sleep over it, too. Yeah, it's a terrible yeah. situation. It's no wonder nobody will go back to work. You're responsible for that family if you want to be a good landlord, and then sometimes you have a whole bunch of families that need a whole lot of things at one time, and it runs a man ragged, making sure, and we're holding up our end of the deal, but they don't end up hold up their end of the deal. And then down in Harrisburg sits, what, $54 billion? And it shouldn't go to the renters. It no. should go to the, it should go right to the landlords. And better yet, it could go right to their bank account that is in deplete and ready of default because they have no money to pay the mortgage, to pay the taxes, to pay the water bills, to keep those freeloaders, I mean, tenants in their houses. It's $564 million in rental aid. Uh, this is Pennsylvania Capital Star. $564 million in rental aid. Four That's out of million, five. not billion. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Is it billion or million? Uh, million. Okay. Uh, four out of five mm -hmm. of those dollars have not been spent, according to Pennsylvania Capital Star, allowing eviction to happen with that money and spent, uh, Saval said, was senseless. Oh, he called. Oh, actually, he's a sh or she's a he. Sorry about that. I call her a she. Anyway, uh, he called for the high court to block evictions until that rental assistance has been distributed to the landlords who desperately need it. Saval has also proposed reforming how the state spends its rental assistance funds by requiring landlords to seek back rent from federal sources before evicting a tenant. Wouldn't it make more sense that instead of doing this, that they just ba passed a bill subsidizing rental units with the landlord so that the tenant could stay there and be paid? Everybody would be whole then right. instead of just saying that the la you can't be evicted. Well, I think that's what Congress had in mind, but they gave the state House and Senate a lot of leeway, and guess what has happened? Nothing. So they're, they're holding on to it. Pardon? They're going to make a rainy day fund out of it on the ten on the landlord's backs. Um, yeah, in a manner of speaking. Got stowed away, and they're not using it for what it was supposed to be used for. And that's you know we're not holding them responsible there again. And Harvard was a um, a university for chaplains and everything else at first, and now they have one that's not a Christian. Right. We talked about that earlier. Where were you? You must have been up on a ladder. All righty. Thanks. All right. We'll chit-chat later. Thank you so much. Appreciate the call. Thank you, everybody, who called in and our only occasional caller from Catawissa. Call back regularly. We'd love to hear from you, plus everybody else who called, plus everybody else who listened. See you tomorrow. All right. Thank you, Joe. I had some huge revelation there, the way you were looking at me. All right. We have an unspent email, so we'll read that, too. This is WDK, OK Sunbury.